Uh, this is a special experience uh, for us, and I believe for the whole body here. Uh, One of the very first things that Janet and I wanted to do after we got to Zion, was to connect our Amish family and our Amish heritage with Zion. And that was about 25 years ago. And since that time, uh, Janet and I have had many trips to Montana and back and forth. But also, many of the Amish families have been here and some of us have been there a number of times. <laughs> For the sake, especially of those who are new, I hope the rest of you will bear with me. But I have to tell you a little bit about the history. During the Reformation time, there was Martin Luther in Germany, but there was also a reformer called Zwingli in Switzerland. Okay, I'll try to keep this simple. <laughs> but he had some young followers who were very zealous for the Lord. And for them, no matter what tradition did, they wanted to do only what the Bible said. He wanted to slow everything down so that he could get the whole city to agree before they did anything. These young leaders said, we'll pay any price. And one of the main things they did, they said, we will no longer baptize babies who have no idea what's going on. We will only baptize adults who understand and know how to confess Jesus. And so they began to do it in the middle of the winter, in the ice, in the river. The government and the police began to chase them. Eventually martyr them, burning them on the stakes, drowning them in the river. And our people would hide in the caves in order to escape death. The persecution became so severe that most of our ancestors went into Germany and France. At that time, they were called Anabaptists, which is from the German Wiedertaufer, meaning baptizers again. A priest from Holland who converted, his name was Menno Simons. And uh, 
那他有一个人就觉得说很多的习俗还有规矩就是太过于的 那他有一個人就覺得說很多的習俗還有規矩就是太隨從世界。His name was Jacob Amen. 那他的名字叫Jacob Amen. And uh, in 19 no no wait a minute. What's that? 1692 I think it was. 大概是1692年. They became known as the Amish. 那他們就被那個他們以阿米什人被知道,被世界。And they continued to carry the tradition and became even more traditional. 那他們就帶著以前重啟派號,就歷史上一切的這些傳承繼續。For them being worldly meant doing anything like the world does. Anyway, many of them came to America. 那很多人到了美國。my ancestors came to Ontario exactly 200 years ago. Cleared the forests and built the roads. Built their own long cabins. But most of those who are still called Amish have kept the old Traditions in the forms and the horse and the buggies and so on. 那他们沿袭了古时一直到现在很多的传统. But the spirit began to invade and visit some of them, especially some of those we have with us this morning. 那这个早上我们当中所看见的有一些人呢，他们这些家人就经历了圣灵的触摸. And immediately they had two problems. 那瞬时之间他们就要面对两个问题。One is that their own people began to reject them. The other is that Christian pastors and leaders they open up to tried to keep stop them from being Amish. 那另外一些一个问题就是另外一些的信徒呢，知道以后就想来阻止他们，让他们继续成为阿米什人。They said that's all old and tradition. It's all old creation. Forget it all and become just like us. 这些的基督徒说,你们不需要再持续的来跟随这些的传统,因为已经不是基督教的这个传统。When the Lord reconnected Janet and I with this people group 25 years ago,当25年前神来连接我和Janet与阿米什这个社区的人,We felt right away there is some heritage connection with the very beginning of the foundation of the Reformation. 那我们自己跟他们连接的时候，就感觉有一个从起初就开始的一个在改革当中，他们呃保留下来的这个传承在他们的里面。我们的呼召是帮助他们可以更清楚的听见神的声音。即便是阿米什的人也可以。当我们开
They don't need to cancel their heritage. But they can mold it together with the rest of the body. And immediately, Zion was the first place, the first congregation, I believe, who opened arms wide to receive them. And the parents or the grandparents of those here today were with us. And they still wear the traditional garb. But we welcome them without any expectation. But they also carry some very special, unique part of that tradition. Including large families. And beautiful, beautiful singing. Family singing and worshiping together. And I wonder if anybody would like to hear them do some family worship. Okay, I saw two people that didn't clap, so you, you don't have to stay. You're welcome to. Okay, so we're going to have them, I'm going to call them up. And first of all, how about uh, Joanne and Daniel? The eldest daughter, come on up. And I don't know if you, any of you get to know Henry and Verna Yoder. Daniel is Henry and Verna's oldest, right? Daniel is She was about this old when we met the family, maybe. Okay, Orpha, where's your wonderful man? He's with the baby. Well, for now, come up, and somebody might be able to rescue it. This is Orpha. She's the second daughter. And her husband, Stephen, is with baby Nathaniel. And uh, Stephen is the son of uh, Ben and Barbara Girod, that some of you know, Papa G Ben. And then there was a boy, and they called him Joseph. Where's Joseph? Is he gone too? Okay, well, right. well, maybe they'll come in as we are So then let me see. After Joseph, is that uh, Ruth, Mary Ruth? No? Oh, wait a minute. Jabel. Where's Jabel? Jabel. Jabel. Christina, come on here. Okay. Stephen, you're on call. Who jiao Stephen? So, what, okay, now Mary Ruth. Right? And Andrew. Andrew and uh, Mary Ruth. And, oh, there's... Uh, uh, Arlen. Okay, and where's Jonathan? Jonathan, okay. Okay, Joseph and Sonia. Joseph and Sonia. And uh, Joseph went all the way to Switzerland to find the best girl in the whole country. 
呃 ，Joseph 去了远道而去，到瑞士找到了最美的女孩。And、somehow they ended up with the best baby. 那他们又生下了最漂亮的宝宝。Yes. Okay. And Arfa、uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and、uh, Stephen's little boy,、um, Nathaniel, is one week difference in age between the two grandchildren. 那 Nathaniel 就是他们的小宝宝呢，和这个小宝宝 Arlen 之间只差一个星期。Where, where's Grace? Grace and Jesse, come on. Grace and Jesse. There's something in the process here with these two. And, uh, and I understand it will be uh, uh, completed uh, later in the spring. So, Grace and Jesse. Grace and Jesse. And okay, let me see. Dolores, where's Dolores? Dolores. And how about Matthew? Come on. Oh, Matthew, 请到台上来 Papa Lloyd. Papa Lloyd. Oh, Papa Lloyd. When I met this young man, 当我第一次遇见这位年轻人的时候 ，1996 in the summer. 一九九六年的夏天 ，something happened. 发生了一些事情 And it stayed the same for all these years. 他在这些年没有改变。We love and we honor this man. We passed through quite a few things together. We passed through quite a few things together. We passed through This is a song that Orpha wrote. This is a song that Orpha wrote. And the children wanted to sing it at their mother's memorial. It was a song that we sang as a family by faith. That the Lord would restore the broken place that Mama left,、uh, that Mama went, and we were left here. 去凭着信心宣告，当妈妈离开我们的时候，我们仍仍然能够来相信。So we wanted to share that with you. 想与大家来分享。
Okay, let's uh, move over this way so everybody can see you. We want everybody to be able to see you. And uh, you'll continue. Oh, we didn't practice or prepare very well. That's why we're so scattered up here. Apologize. Spoke your name into 
tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Then came the morning. Then came the morning that sealed the promise. Your buried body began to breathe. And out of the silence, the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me. Oh, Jesus, your is the victory. 
Reach your hands and let's pray for this beautiful family. We do that. We believe some of these are the songs they sang at their mama's memorial just a month ago. And we believe she's smiling with the beauty of her family. So we won't have time each individually, but even right now, raise your hand and pray for this family. Bless them. Thank you, Lord, for each one. Thank you for the heritage they carry. Thank you for the beauty of Jesus in them. We come against all attacks of the enemy. We say they are free to fulfill their calling. Father, in total agreement, I heard your voice through Pastor Bob speaking to me now. That if we partake of his suffering, we will partake of the resurrection power. So Zion agree with them. We lift our hands before you, Father. May you release the resurrection power through them, Lord. Release your resurrection power through them. Can you lift your hand to receive this? Let's stand together and cry out to the Lord. Since the very beginning of the forefather, willing to suffer for the truth of the baptism of water. Even the tongues were cut off. And yet they stand faithful to you, Father. Father, you're good, good God. Remind him you're good, good God. Say together. You're very good. And we believe you are sending 
The cloud of witness of the Amish family with us today. 主啊，我们相信你今天来差遣阿美什的这个家庭成为你美好的见证，在我们当中。May you honor them. 愿你来尊荣他们。May you honor them. 愿你来尊荣他们。Through these faithful descendants of yours. 通过这些你你信实的后裔。Release at least your resurrection power. 来释放你复活的大能。Would Zion agree? 我们西安。同意不同意 ？In Jesus' name， 奉耶稣基督的名。Amen。Amen。Last week the Lord had us look at Revelation chapter twelve verse eleven。啊，上一周神让我们看启示录十二章十一节。And this is the recipe how to overcome the accuser. 这就是让我们战胜那些控告我们人的一个啊方法。And we began to share with the first part about the blood of the lamb. 我们就一开始来分享羔羊的宝血。The next part is about the word of our testimony. 那第二部分呢是讲到弟兄们的见证。And I had some difficulty. How do you handle that part? 那我呢就觉得有一个困难，说怎么样来对待那个下一。And then I happened to hear someone share on YouTube. 那我就突然就看到在 YouTube 上面有人在分享。And they said, "This is my testimony." 他说这是我的见证。And I declare it to shame the enemy. 我就是要来宣告他，来让这个仇敌羞耻。And to declare to the spirit realm how the Lord has led me. 我就是要在属灵的空间来宣告神是怎么样的来带领我的。And as this person was doing that， 当这个呃弟兄在这样做的时候 ，I said maybe that's the word of our testimony。我想那个可能就是我们的见证。And then realizing that our precious family was coming here， 然后呃想到我们这个宝贵的家庭来到我们当中 ，I thought maybe Papa Lloyd would share a few words of his testimony。我想说，爸爸 Lloyd 是不是会来分享一下他的见证 ？Lloyd, quite a number of years ago, this little boy was riding around in the back of a horse and buggy wagon. 就是呃，很多年以前，他还是一个孩子，在我们那个车后面来跑跑来跑去。Barefoot. 光脚。And now he's standing here. 现在他站立在这里。Can you imagine it's been a journey? You 可以想象这是一个旅程吗 ？Did you all see the horse and buggy outside? You 看到外面那个车马车。Well, that's part of the history. 其实这是历史的一部分。Give us a few highlights. How how did you end up? Did the Lord pull you out of the buggy, or did it、uh, was it a big revelation, or little tiny steps? I want to give honor to the Lord. I want to give honor to my forefathers. And I want to give honor to my wife, who I saw her face when the children were singing. Then I heard them say, sing these words. I surrender now, I give you everything. And I believe Marietta was part of my everything. I believe Marietta was part of my everything. 
She knows now that I surrendered her long before she left us. But this is just part of the story. And there's many of you sitting here who know what I'm talking about. There's no doubt many of you sitting here who lost family that were not ready to be lost. I have many friends who have suffered separation from their spouse. And the only hope that they have is in the Lord. So I thank the Lord today for the hope that we have. Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. it's out of that, what Paul says, out of that tribulation, perseverance, hope that brings us to the love of God. So the question was, uh, how did we get to this place? The question was, how did we get to this place of walking with God? Well, I tell you, I did not decide one day I'm going to get up in the morning and start walking with God. I told Albert yesterday, it wasn't so much about looking at truth and deciding to do it, is was making a choice and saying yes to God. And when tribulation and opposition rose up, to test the word of God in us, then we had a choice whether to overcome or not overcome. I don't believe that Jesus went to the cross and he said, I'm going to show the world what overcoming means. He was in agony in Gethsemane. And he had to make a choice. He, he was looking for another way. But he said, Father, it's not what I want, but whatever you want. And so he was led away. Jesus was led away. To be tested and to be killed. And I'm finding out a little bit after the fact that by following Jesus, we get killed too. It's a death of a sort that you know about. Many of you know about this death. And when the scripture was on the 
screen about Revelation chapter 12, there was three things that it says that we overcome by. The blood, the testimony, and not loving our lives. I don't know if we came at the wrong time, but I would really like to, to see that last part. And part of it is because I discovered that the DNA of the Chinese people, the DNA of my Anabaptist forefathers, and the DNA of every person that follows Jesus, has the same thing inside them that Jesus has. That thing gave him the power to overcome. The Gospel of John says, He came to his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become sons. This is our journey. We're just like you guys. But I want to honor the Chinese people today. And the other Chinese cultures. Who are suffering for the name of Jesus. The history of my forefathers was also suffering, giving their lives for Jesus. And I am learning that, that in order to come to our destiny, uh, we will need to overcome as well. The same way as a persecuted church. Because to live for Jesus is to suffer persecution. But today I want to talk about the testimony, okay? So, I thought about this since we're here. Why did it take such a separation from me and my people group? And I realized that in, the, in Europe, in the days of the Reformation, one of the greatest revivals that has ever come to the face of the earth multiplied tens of thousands gave their hearts to the Lord. Most of them couldn't read. Something happened. As time went on, centuries went by, there was a period of time when they made a deal with the state church, made a compromise. 
，那就是在那个国家性的那个教会呢，他们就有了一个这个妥协。In the country of Switzerland, 在 Switzerland, there was a time when they were all banished from the country in exile. 他们就好像都被这个有一段时间呢，甚至被就是从这个国家给排挤出去。They couldn't kill them because it didn't work. 他们不能够杀他们，因为那个没有那个好像呃行不通。So they send them into the mountains. 所以就他们就把他们呃呃这个排挤到那个山上。If you live above this certain elevation. 当你在呃活在一定的高度的时候。We will let you go. 我们就会让你走。So they left their farms and their homes. 所以他们就离开他们家，离开他们的庄园。And some of them had only two hours to leave. 有些人甚至只有两个小时让他们离开。And they were sent to the mountains. 他们被差到那个山上。And they couldn't interact with society. 他们不能够跟那个社区有任何的互动。And they were told they wouldn't persecute them. 他们说他们被逼迫，他们不会被逼迫。That wasn't true. 但这不是真的。Eventually, they made a deal or a compromise with the government. 最后呢，他们就呃跟这个政府呢有一个妥协。And the government said, "Okay, if you will stop evangelizing." 那政府说，如果你停止传福音 ，you will have social status. 你就有呃，就是你是会有社会的地位的。Wealth. 你会有那个财富。And no persecution. 你就没有逼迫了。The end result of that was tragedy. 那其实这个结果是一个悲剧。So time moved on, and and my father's moved to America 300 years ago. 那三百年呃呃时间往后往前推，那三百年以前呢，我的这个啊爸爸就来到了这个美国。And by that time, they were already divided and struggling, and and not by not evan. Okay, by that time, they were already uh struggling in their faith. 所以在那个时候，他们已经在他们信仰上面已经开始有挣扎了。When they stopped evangelizing, 他们当他们开始不传福音的时候呢？ They began to fight within them, within the group. And by the time they came to America, we were splitting and dividing and separating in groups here and groups there. And by the time I was born, there was many, many groups of Amish people. That no no longer fellowshiped one with another. They just didn't have a fellowship. It was always about what I'm right. Always about what I'm right. So therefore, God must be angry at you. 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 And my dad began to seek the Lord. That my 爸爸就开始来寻求神。So God sent a man into his life. That 神就差遣了一个人来到他的生命当中。And my dad got saved. 然后我爸爸就开始得救。And then it was then, and I was child number four. 我是孩子中我是排排位第四个的。I don't know what was going on right there, right then. But I did not want to come out. Whatever was out there wasn't safe. Whatever was out there outside of my mother's womb was not safe. So after all, my brother died on the way out. 
因为我的兄长他既然是在出生的时候去世的。So when I was born, the hospital took me away eight hours from my mother. My mother said I screamed my head off for eight hours. I was big and hungry. And mad. I came back to my mother. I didn't want her. I refused her. And I was eight hours old. And that's how my life began. That's how my life began. The Holy Spirit gave me that picture years later. So I've forgiven the hospital. I've forgiven my parents. It's not the issue. But out of that, I struggled in my growing up with anger. And neither my parents nor me understood that that anger was not me, it was something else. When I began to go to school, in 1969, that sounds about right. I was in the first grade. Little, 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 little boy with suspenders and a straw hat. Like a, like a, like a Chinese hat, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the kind teachers took me, took, put their arm around me and brought me into the classroom. It was a public school. Before, before the days of the Amish schools, I had teachers that loved the Lord. We prayed in public school. You know, uh, but I like, okay, I love to go to school. But it was a different culture. 600 children in the school. And I had friends that taught me things that weren't good. One day, I was in, in the third grade. We were playing in the playground. And once again, we were doing things we shouldn't have been doing. We were saying things that we had no idea what we were saying. It wasn't good. And all of a sudden, Something from heaven, something from the sky came down, a presence came down upon me. And I was terrified. I jumped up off that off the ground, we were tussling. And I, and I ran as fast as I could. I was shaking. And I didn't know what it was. But I knew it was a divine encounter. That was the beginning of, of encountering God. I understood what evil and good was. There was no question. 
I already knew there was a God and a devil. My parents, our parents taught us well. But from that moment on, I had a conscience. But the next three years after that were some of the hardest years of my life. It wasn't enough just to know what was wrong and what was right. But to actually come to conviction to stop doing it. I had no power in my life. I knew it up here, but I had no power. By the time I was 12 years old, I had encountered most of the things that you shouldn't have to know until you're at least 18 or 20 years old. Whether it was public school or other influences, but there was many, many influences in my young life that weren't good. And by the time I was 13 years old, we moved from the Midwest to Montana, where we live now. When we came to Montana, I brought myself with me. There was eight children in the family. And my parents. And I was 13 years old. And things weren't going well for me. I wanted to serve God. What do I do? What's wrong with me? I was getting in trouble and getting in trouble and um, I was people didn't like me. One day I sat down and I, yeah. and I started to think about where my trouble is coming from. I don't remember asking the Lord to show me, but he did anyway. And he traced it back to my tongue. At 13 years old, I overcame that. Now, I'm not saying it was perfect. No, no, no. I just, I just, I just, yeah. But I made a conscious decision at age 13 if I could bridle my tongue my life would change. And it did. Five years later I got baptized and I had struggles in my life and I had come from a long history of family of, of witchcraft and immorality. I, I don't want to say a lot about that, but just so you know, there was a few people in, inside that witchcraft and immorality that 
that walked with pure heart before God. One of them was my grandmother, my mother's mother. She was a mother. My grandmother had 14 babies. And her, her, the oldest of the 14 was my mother. And my mother was 15. 15. Fifteen. 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 Her father-in-law was the Amish bishop. One day she disappeared. Nobody could find my grandmother. Grandfather was working at another farm. They had to go get him. And uh, ironically, it was great grandfather that found her. We'll leave this with the Lord. But I think he knew where she was. So she was face down in a water tank. And uh, she had died. But we found, I found letters that grandfather had written later. That she had a prayer closet. She had a prayer closet. And grandfather would ask her, why, why do you use that closet? And she said, well, when I get Oppression. She actually used the word nerve, nervous, nerve. The, the term in that day was nerves. But it meant oppression. She would never talk about what she was going through. My mother, would, my mother at, at 14 and 15 years old would walk into the house and she would watch, she would catch her mother reading the Bible. And grandmother would quickly put her apron over the Bible. She could not afford to have anyone catch her reading the Bible. Women did not do that. In that day, she was in a grandmother was in a place, in an impossible place. My grandmother's own mother practiced sorcery. But when she died, I knew that the, the truth of the gospel would be transferred to a generation that God had prepared. 
我知道这个圣经的真理会呃释放到下一代是神所预备的。And I just believe you saw it this morning. 我就是看到你们今天早晨看到的。It's the testimony of of Jesus. 是耶稣的见证。And my father. 我的爸爸。And my mother. 我的妈妈。Were the first generation who said enough. 是。第一个就是他们这个他们这个族族谱里面，他们第一个世代说这样子够了。So they took a giant step. 所以他们就有一个很大的一个跨跨要。They moved to Montana in 1975. 在一九呃七七六年，他们就呃搬到这个 Montana。So you know a little bit of the of of the background where I come from. 所以你们知道我是什么样的一个背景来到现在。If my parents would not have making that made that step. I would have had to make that step. And I don't know if I would have. But uh, it leads me to one other thing that happened in our family before we moved to Montana. I told you that my oldest brother died in when he was born. It broke my father's heart. But he began to seek the Lord. And he got saved. Years later, my brother, who was next to me in age, it was the summer before we moved to Montana. It was 1974. And we were, my oldest brother and I were in, in the corn, with, in, in the fields, in the corn fields with the horses. And my youngest brother came to bring us water. To, to drink. It was uh, in the middle of the summer. And my little brother was on a little wagon with a horse. And I came up with my horses to where he was in the field. And he had a jug of water in his hand. And he went to jump off of the wagon. But before, just before he jumped, his horse started to go. He turned around to stop him. And then the horse took off, running. And the horse ran a half a mile to the road with my little brother in the back. And the horse was going full speed. He turned the corner onto the pavement. And my little brother was thrown off the wagon. I ran up to get him, to pick him up. And there was no response. I carried him into the shade. And I went to get my father. I had, I had to run a, a mile home. And I didn't realize he wasn't even there. In the meantime, 
the emergency squad was called. And for some unknown reason, it took them one hour to get there. So my brother died. In my arms. And it wasn't until, it, that was 1974, it wasn't until 1983, wait, I'm sorry, it wasn't until 2013. <coughs> my brothers and sisters went to that spot where he died. And we prayed and anointed this place with oil. And the Spirit of God came upon us in the pouring rain. And the few drops of oil that we put on the road turned into a beautiful rainbow. And I knew the Lord had redeemed it. That loss was staggering for my parents. We drew close as a family. And my dad began to open the Bible when visitors came. And before long, he had a table, the kitchen table, full of Amish men holding a Bible study. Everything was going well until the bishop found out. And he came to question my father. And my father knew. It's only a matter of time before he'll have to make a choice. Many of you don't understand why you can't have a Bible study in your house. But when we lost the fire in Europe, when the kingdom of God was no longer the pursuit, when we'd become an encapsulated little circle of fellowship, just me and you and a few others who think the same way, we came under a spirit that was not the spirit of Christ. And so my father decided to leave his uh, land and his family. And moved to Montana. So I was 13 when we moved. And, uh, and I knew that that we were on a quest for truth. We were on a quest for a reality that we didn't know what it looked like. The framework of an Amish man's mind, he has only two, two ways to go. He can either either surrender to the requirements of the church, 
or completely eject out of the her- of the of the heritage and become America. America. My father was not okay with the status quo of the church. not okay with becoming an American culture. To this day, he still carries that. That it's not necessary to become something else. Neither is it possible to stay and live your conviction. Because when communion time comes around for the Amish people, you have to agree to a list of requirements. You have to agree that this is the right way, this is the real thing. If you agree, then you can take communion and you are approved. If you disagree, you cannot take communion. If you if this goes on for more than a year and a half, you're out. So we came to Montana. And we lived on the Canadian border for 17 years. We enjoyed our Canadian neighbors. Sometimes our cows would go across the fence and <笑>有的时候你们的牛就就就越过这个界限过来。所以我们也是骑着我们的马过那个界限。Every uh, at that time, the border was no problem. We would go back and forth. Because we, we lived, we could walk to the, we could walk to Canada in 15 minutes. <laughs> our bicycles and our horses, yeah, it was fun. Uh, but for all those years, we lived by the border. There was a traditional church that had. Collected and began to grow. But light and darkness were always trying to, either light or darkness, just trying to be on top of the pile. And my father was determined we're going to win. I just, I just couldn't see it. Because in order to win, you had to actually argue and fight. And as a young person, we didn't argue or fight. 
So how are you going to win? How are you going to overcome darkness? Well, at, at that time, we didn't realize it could be the word of our testimony. We understood that the blood of Jesus had saved us. But we didn't know that the word of our testimony would also overcome. And we certainly had no revelation about giving our life unto death. Everybody was trying to live at your expense. That's was just the way it was. But somehow I knew there was more. And my father knew there was more. My brothers and sisters and a few others knew there was more. In that season when, when uh, the ministers all moved out of that community, I got married to Marietta. The first years of our marriage, we had Amish church services without any ministers, any no preachers. I remember gathering Sunday mornings. And our oldest girls and Joseph were just little. And I would get the Holy Ghost chills from my, my head to my toes, like in the morning. You know. And I didn't know what it was. It just felt real good. Something was right. And so we had church without preaching. Because in the culture, you have to be ordained. But, but I do remember many of us would still get up. And we would take the Bible and we would just share something. And there was Amish men in that time period that got saved. All because we studied the Word of God on Sunday. And I thought, okay, this is a good start. But it didn't take long for the enemy to catch up. So, and I knew that what he was doing, he wasn't opposing, he, the enemy was not opposing this new way of doing it. But he began to bring people in that refused to do that with us. And carnality began to come in. And I saw it coming. I saw, I saw the carnality coming into the church. And I, did, I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I can't, I can't raise my family here. So we just prayed. My wife and I just prayed. We had three little children. And no future. Because in Amishman's mind, remember, I either stay and put up with it, or 
Or I eject and become another someone else, something completely else. Take a big eraser and erase everything in my life, my past, no connection, no history, nothing. Completely cut it off and become something else. So just like my dad, neither one of those seemed good. So we waited. One day, uh, it was on a Sunday morning. It was 1992. And there were some preachers from Pennsylvania preaching. And by the way, it was all in German. No big deal. Yeah, not not a, you know it was all in German. But here's the thing. I was thinking about God. What are we going to do? I was not listening to the sermon. I don't think anybody else was either. People were half asleep. And uh, all of a sudden, I heard a voice. And it was so loud. It was so strong. I had never heard anything like it. And I had never, but I also knew exactly what it was. I knew it was God. And I knew He had just spoken to me. But what my concern was at the moment, that everybody else heard it too. How could it be possible that nobody heard it? It was, a, it, was a, it was a powerful voice. And then I realized, of course nobody else heard it. And I thought, well, I, I, I want to get out. I want to, I, I got to get out of the house. But where would I go? What good would that do? Anyway, so, so that's how come we end up, end up moving to Libby. That's why we moved to Libby. Because I had already told the Lord, I am not going there. That's not a place you want to live. He didn't think my understanding was too smart. So that's where we're still at. <laughs> Until the Lord speaks a further word, that's where we're at. <laughs> so through a series of events, a lot of warfare, we moved to Libby. And within a very short time, we, be, we were apprehended by the Lord. The warfare that we entered was a new place for us. But it taught, us, it taught us how to pray. Because I wanted to know this God that saved me. I did not move to Libya to say, oh, I'm going to apprehend God and this, we're going to get this thing right. I mean, I wanted to improve the life for my family. But it was the absolute chaos that the enemy threw in that caused us to turn to God. 
但是实际上是一个很混乱的一个仇敌所造成的一个局面，然后让我们转向神。So we had two options. 我们是有两个呃，就是选择。Go back where we came from, and everything would quiet back down. 所以好像回到我们原来呃出发的地方，让什么事那些那些事情都平息下来。Or to contend for the truth until we get breakthrough. 就是或者呢，就是呃站立在这个地方来为着真理而征战，直到我们得着得得胜。In the winter of '94, we got a revelation. That we need the Holy Spirit. We didn't know there was a Holy Spirit. We had never read any books about the Holy Spirit. I saw it in the Bible, but I didn't know what, it didn't do anything. We got invited in 1995 to an old fashioned camp meeting. We got invited in 1995 to an old fashioned camp meeting. I'm not going to share the story right now of that. There's not time. If God wills, it's going to be in a book, and you can read it then. I'm actually writing it right now. Giving glory and testimony to what what God has done. Why did the Father choose us to reveal that to us? Why would we be the ones to receive a revelation of the Holy Spirit? We went to this camp meeting. And the Holy Ghost poured out on us. And it wasn't like the charismatic type of today. We were flat on the floor, weeping or bawling for hours. We were just like this, just, uh, all fell down on the floor, and cried for a long time. Old George Warnock finally got off his bench and went on his hands and knees, and would bless each one on the floor with us. For old George Warnock, what a what a what a saint. So, later, they came to the floor and prayed for all of us on the floor to bless us. So that was an amazing experience. This is a very amazing experience. So during that, those few days, in those few days, there were things happened that we experienced. We experienced tongues and dancing and things like that. In those few days, we experienced tongues. We tried not to speak in tongues. We tried, my sisters tried not to dance, seriously. I mean, they were trying to wipe this thing off their mouth, like, and it wouldn't stop. It was kind of embarrassing. Anyway, those were some of our early experiences of 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 encountering the Lord. But this is our early experience. What we didn't know, what we didn't know, was that it that it was a preparation for our wilderness journey after that. So we actually didn't know. So our wilderness journey had us dig three graves in three years' time. That is. And we didn't understand that. But the three graves, yeah. But out of that, the Lord connected us with you guys. 
就是在神的时间，他就让我们能够跟你们来连接。就是在我们埋葬我们的年轻人，我们的小孩的时候。就是那个好像对我们来说是谷底的那个时刻。就是那个好像对我们来说是谷底的那个时刻。就是那个好像
a leader of the Reformed Church in Switzerland that had persecuted our people 400 years earlier. So they had invited us to Switzerland to the very places where our forefathers were martyred. And there was a reconnection of the body in those two uh, different traditions. So this is just to see there's some very deep historic connection even going way back through George Warnock from the latter reign influence into this community connecting also it's it's wow another part of the Amish tradition is after your meeting you go to eat so something is telling me I think we're going to be able to eat. So Lloyd, would you pray a blessing over us before we go, before you leave I will pray, but I want Joseph just to pray a few words too. This is my oldest son, and uh, we're on a journey together. You connected us with the family. Father, we believe you always wanted a family. And today we thank you that we're part of that family. From all over the world. From all places. In all ages. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. And for the testimony of Jesus. That for the blood of the Lamb. And then for people in the earth today that do not love their lives even to death. Thank you for this moment. That the great cloud of witnesses. Would even be, even, be refreshed, even be refreshed by our testimony. That they have not run in vain. And we thank you for the, the coming generation. But I can now know that I have not run in vain. Thank you, Lord. Yes, my prayer is from uh, First John. John writes to the every generation, every age group, and I uh, just have been meditating on that the last week. Say, yes, Father, I thank you for the young men, the young women in this room. 
主要我为着在这个房间里面的年轻的呃弟兄姐妹。They would receive the word of courage in their spirit. 他们的灵里面要领受这样的一个鼓励的话语。The word of God abides in them. 神的话能够藏在他们的里面。That they have overcome the evil one. 所以他们能够来得胜那些呃恶者。This is the testimony. John said, "I write to you because you are strong." And paraphrasing it, "You are strong." And you have overcome the evil one. John said, "Because you are strong, you have overcome the evil one." So, Father, I pray for the courage to follow. So, Father, I pray for the courage to follow. With your heart of understanding, and to put off the understanding of the world. Father, to seek your kingdom. 主要我们来寻求你的国。We bless the Zion family. We bless this family of the nations. 主要我们来祝福西安家庭，祝福这个呃列国的这个家。Whatever blessing that you've given to us, Lord, we release it here in Jesus' name. 主啊，无论我们得着的任何的一个祝福，我们都释放在这个家庭的里面。Amen. Speak a blessing over the food. 也来祝福我们的食物。